Heist with Dr. Daniels. And welcome back. Dr. Daniels, and take a look to understand the government's increased oversight and precautions that should make us feel much more confident about research. Okay, so let's just talk about what, what their final bottom line is. In a statement, the National Institute of Health Office of Ex- Extramural Research, that means research done outside the government, said it could not discuss the details regarding its concerns about Duke. You got a bad actor, you're not going to discuss what your concerns are. Okay, it's secret. NIH also said it has imposed similar requirements on other organizations in the past. Don't know what the organizations are, but hey, we take the word for it. Duke has been hit by multiple high-profile misconduct cases in recent years. One such case involved an Ilpati, which we understand about. The university is also involved in an ongoing lawsuit filed by a whistleblower, which alleges a pulmonary scientist, her supervisor, and the university included fraudulent data in federal documents associated with more than dozens of grants worth hundreds of millions of dollars. Again, this is not even the tip of the proverbial iceberg. This is a little itty-bitty, itty-bitty speck. Um, Again, when you have an industry that literally trains its medical school students by out the gate saying half of everything you're learning is false, and we know it. I'm going to tell you, we know it. And where does this figure come from? Um, If you take research data and you try to repeat what the researchers said they did, you will not get the results they say they got. And so that's proof positive that the research is fake, false, untrue. Okay. So the general um, frequency of this is 50%. It's pretty high. So that means at least half of all the data out there is, well, fake. Now, the other thing that, that it happens is not all data has been tested in that real-world way. Not every single research has someone else tried to reproduce or repeat. And so you have a whole body of research that no one's even tried to replicate or duplicate. But from the body of research people have tried to replicate and duplicate, we know that the untested research, at least half of that is false. (coughs) Yet, this so-called research is being used to shape the standard of care the test your doctor has to order, the drugs he has to prescribe to you, and literally what he has to do in order to keep his medical license. And so that's a whole lot of harm and a whole lot of, uh, if it was anyone else, it would be called felonious assault and um, a highway robbery. But it's not, it's his medicine, so we have a whole different rubric or vocabulary to describe it. But that is the essence of what's going on, is regular human beings who are paying health insurance premiums, who are showing up at the doctor's office, who are following doctor's orders, are literally being defrauded. And the industry itself admits at least half of everything they're told to do is bogus and fake. At least half. It may be more than that, like 98%, but let's say half for sure. Um, Also, the same industry admits to being the third leading cause of death. So literally, we know that this uh, fraudulent action is causing a tremendous amount of deaths and uh, suffering. And so, so what they're saying then uh, is they're just going to keep a closer eye on Duke. They don't want to give any, any details to the public, uh, none of anyone else's business. This does not sound like... <laughs> Uh, they're trying to enlist the help of the public. I'll say that much. And again, any private citizen with this level of uh, unauthorized receipt of funds from the government would suffer severe uh, criminal uh, behavior. So this is a big, big uh departure from customary and usual treatment of, uh, I guess you could say, criminal behavior. So one could at least draw the conclusion that there's no effort to discourage this, and we can certainly expect it to continue. So what is a private citizen to do? (laughs) Well, certainly realize that there is no accurate information underpinning your doctor's recommendations. 
And once you understand that, then you can also take the next conclusion, which is the accuracy of your doctor's recommendations are pretty close to the accuracy and utility that you might receive by just staying home, maybe staring at your belly button or any other contemplation you might think. Uh, certainly staying at home would be a lot safer, number one, and two, uh, a lot easier on your pocketbook. So that would be the minimum you should do. Now you could take it a bit further. If we go further. And just simply um, handle things yourself naturally. And what you've got to realize is that however uneducated you think you may be, what your doctor has is actually a miseducation. He has been educated in all of this uh, fraudulent research. That, has, that is the basis, the foundation of his knowledge base. And the simplest things that doctors are taught in medical school, they just simply lie to us about. For example, I'll never forget, <laughs> they tell us, if someone gets a scratch in their eye, like a corneal abrasion, you can diagnose it, and they, a little fluorescein, okay, so now it, it shines, you can see the abrasion. And you have to close the eye and pack it and pack it and pack it with padding and tape it and keep it covered so their eyeball doesn't create too much friction. And then and in about anywhere from a day to two days or whatever, you can take this off. Of course, the person has to come back every day for an expensive doctor's visit to have this eye patch changed. That was 1982. In 1995, they said, ah, bunch of junk. Patching and eye abrasion does nothing to help it heal. I'm like, whoa. Either they did not do that research in 1982 when they taught me that in medical school, or the research they did do was fraudulent. It doesn't matter. What matters is the basis of the education in medical school is based on total inaccuracy. And the stuff you find out later, usually 10 to 15 years later, even the doctor like me is like, you know, glued to that research and reading and reading and reading for those retractions and, and implementing those corrections. The correction either never comes or it's 15 years later. Meanwhile, your poor doctor, he's got to stick to the standard of care, which is all these recommendations based on all this fraudulent information. And he has to do this in order to, one, get paid by your insurance company and two, to keep his license. And this also feeds into the danger of having health insurance. Because now your doctor is obligated to do stuff because your insurance company said so, because it's a standard of care, not because in his observation it has been of any benefit at all. So um, do it yourself because you're not going to do a worse job. At least you're going to stop doing whatever it is uh, when it's uh, bothersome to you or no longer uh, working. So how can Dr. Daniels help? Well, I happen to have a home healers program. Because I said to myself, you know what? People need to know what to do themselves at home. During the course of my 10 years of medical practice from 1990 to 2000, um, I found a tremendous number of natural therapies that were extremely effective um, and far more effective than the drugs I've been trained in medical school to use. And this um, is a subscription monthly course um, where you have two question answer sessions every month where I answer all questions. I know here on the uh, Facebook or live podcast, it's not possible to answer all the questions. Um, so you get all of your questions answered, but even more importantly, you get uh, a series of audios and videos summarizing my approach to natural healing. So what information do I need? How do I know I need it? What do I do with that information? And what you should do, or could do, and the next logical step. So here is what some people who are taking the course have said. Lois said, thank you very much for helping to continue learning. Greatly appreciate your answers and input. I'm really enjoying the class and appreciate not having to submit to the standard of care. God bless you, Dr. Daniels. And Terry says, Dr. Daniels, thank you for the opportunity to be a part of your teachings through your health, home health accelerator group 
and what a privilege to have discovered you. You just don't know. Thank you. And Lex says, so much thanks for your insight and perspective in teaching us, teachings to all of us. I am loving the course and enjoying re-listening to these sections. It is a great format since us students can listen and re-listen and apply and absorb the concepts. Thank you so much. And Kendra says, I'm very excited to embark on this healing learning journey. I give thanks for Dr. Daniels and her ambition to educate and empower regular citizens. Thank you. And Charlotte says, thank you so much for your class expertise and mentorship. I love the class. I'm so grateful for this opportunity to study under you and benefit from your wealth of knowledge and years of experience. And I could not have gotten the insight without you. You have empowered me to take control of my own health and the health of my family. And this is key. Um, the information you learn in the Home Healers course is pretty broad. So you can not only save yourself, but your family too. And personally, I have used this information for my family. And I've saved over $200,000 just in health insurance premiums over the years. And I took that savings. I dropped my health insurance. As soon as I got halfway good, I dropped my health insurance back in 1992. Lillian says, we love you and appreciate the training and healing we've received. I thoroughly enjoyed the course and learned a lot of sensible, logical, effective, genuine information. Be blessed and thanks for caring about us. We have Cedric who says, thank you, Dr. Downs, for your patience and time with me. Much love and gratitude to you. Thank you for this opportunity to learn how to heal. And I think that's the important thing about the Home Healers course is you actually learn how to heal. It's not about procedures or screening or being nervous or worried. This is about simply healing and being healthy for you and for your family. And Kimberly says, I love all of your teachings. I was very excited when you answered my questions. Thank you. And I also love the participants' questions from which we can all learn. And so it's a group uh, format. Again, two times a month, people get to write in their questions, ask the questions live, and it's always a recording, so you can see the answers, or listen to the answers of your questions. Kimberly says, I'm so excited to be taking this class. Thank you for offering this to people like me who do not believe in the medical industrial complex. When I have been sick before, I had to go it alone. I'm so happy to have support like you in my life. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. And Amelia says, your course is the answer to a desire that I've had for years. You are a blessing. And she says, thank you for opening up your treasure chest of knowledge for us to glean from your wisdom. And I'm really serious. I give people all the information they need. And for me, it just changed my life so much. Being able to relax, not worry if the kids were going to have some terrible accident, or figure out, you know, what am I going to do? So it's really, uh, it's amazing. And so this is an opportunity people have to separate themselves from the mysticism, from the voodoo, from the lies, and the fake research of the medical industrial complex and just do things that have worked for other people, things that have worked over the years, and to experience healing. And Kendra says, thank you so much for all the information and guidance. I really, truly appreciate you. Diane says, you have helped me and my family so much. Thank you. I am really enjoying the Home Healers course. All of the common sense logic for healing really resonates with me. And we have so many more testimonials. So people are really excited about this. This is something that you can um, get involved in, too, uh, for your family. And we're going to... I'll give you the link here. Let's see if I can pick uh, it up quickly from the chat room. Uh, nope, can't pick it up quickly from the chat room. Pick it up quickly from my bookmarks. Uh oh. My computer is having a um, 
Meanwhile, we're going to mosey on over. to the question answers. So, okay, got that one. And then what about nope, that one? You know what? Let me go see if I can get some help from Shelly. Meanwhile, let me answer some questions. All right, we have Ron in New York. Hi, Ron, what's your question? Hi, Dr. Daniels, how are you? Here. Hello? Ron. Hi, hello? 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 Can you hear me? I can hear you. Hello? Hello? Hi, Ron. Ron, are you there? Hi. Okay, finally, yes. Okay, you can hear me. Okay. Yeah, it was my I just want to say how much I love your show. I was just uh, introduced to it by your old neighbors in Syracuse, Bill and Angela. So I really uh, appreciate their sharing their wisdom and you sharing your wisdom. Great. My question is... Um, I was diagnosed with prostate cancer uh -huh. in, 2000, in 2003. I had an office uh, eight blocks from the, an eight minute walk from the World Trade Center. I wasn't covered in dust or anything like that, but I did spend, you know, two, the, the next two to three years there. Um, asymptomatic till uh, 2017. I just stopped the Lupron and the Xtandi and said no no thank you to radiation but I do have expensive uh, bone mets um, I stopped with Xtandi this is my main question like a month ago and I still feel I don't know side effects or something I feel like uh, uh, you know it hasn't washed out of my system completely right it's designed not to. So uh, most people who have uh, chemo, you know, the, the effects really do last. The drugs don't leave the system easily. And, of course, the feeling is, well, why should they? Because they're so helpful. Of course you want to keep them forever. Uh, yeah. So the problem is that they are designed to stick uh, so as they say, sticks stay, don't go nowhere. And so, mm. yeah. The first thing for you to understand is uh, prostate cancer. Like, what is prostate cancer? And so prostate cancer is actually in the process of being reclassified as not being a cancer at all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes, so, I've looked at your shows on that. Yes, yeah. definitely. Definitely. A friend, of my, a friend of mine in Trinidad, her 85-year-old father just got a Lupron shot. Oh, 85. how sad is that? 85. Yeah, so the thing to do is to focus on your symptoms. First thing to understand is what is the so-called cure for prostate cancer? The cure for prostate cancer is simply, believe it or not, a vegan diet. No processed food, just a vegan diet without any processed food. And... Um, what that does is it just basically uh, stops the cells from growing. As far as bone mets go, spread of cancer is the bone. Again, not any understanding or evidence that that is a problem. So the question is, do okay. your hurt? Yeah, if your bones don't hurt and you're able to use them, then the bone mets are not something to be concerned about. Okay. So I, mean, uh, I, I have think minor pain here and there, but... Yeah, it's like pretty minor pain. To start with the diet and you know keep mm -hmm. it super simple. Okay. Yeah, okay. I mentioned and, um, it, um, I have the Home Healers program, and you know that's something you might want to join just to have support and to get your questions answered as you go, and to kind of okay. tweak uh, what you're doing. So vegan diet okay. to start with Great. is awesome for prostate cancer, 
And then um, you may want to, once you get things under control with that, you may want to add a little bit of connective tissue or certainly add some liver. And then that will okay. help, uh, you know, clear things up. Yeah, my hemoglobin has been going down as well over the last year and a half, up and down. Yeah, that might be your chemo. No, I didn't. I never did. Oh, you mean the? Well, oh, the even before the chemo, even before the chemo. We have to go to you know. commercial, so we're gonna go okay. to commercial. Any clearer than we do now? The plan for global governance has been in the works for generations and would have likely been achieved by now, but for the fact that the globalists left open their Achilles heel. With all their tools, Federal Reserve System, fiat currency, no child left behind, and then Common Core education introduced to our schools to dumb us down, vaccines, pharmaceuticals to lobotomize us, GMO foods, insertion of compromised or bought and paid for politicians, judges, mainstream media propaganda, all pieced together like a puzzle designed to ultimately bring the world under submission. But with all their strategy, they forgot one thing, knowledge and knowledge is power. With knowledge, their bombardment is nullified. Folks, with that, as brilliant and knowledgeable as you've become, among the wisest audience of any radio audience in the world, and you are, I want you to take a moment to reflect and ask yourself, how much of that knowledge did I obtain from Republic Broadcasting Network? How high has my consciousness been raised since I've been a listener? How fast am I now able to discriminate truth from fake news by being a Republic Broadcasting listener? How clear am I now able to see the world since I've been listening to RBN? Ask yourselves those questions, folks. Then ask yourself, what is that knowledge worth to me? Like my morning coffee, how would I survive without it? A voice of truth and a sea of lies. Do we not all need to make sure it survives? Like public broadcasting, we are now finding we can only survive with listener support. Censorship, advertisers being attacked, truth itself being attacked. It's the only way through this. We at Republic Broadcasting humbly ask you to become a supporter. Look at your budget and make a determination of what Republic Broadcasting is worth to you and what you can afford on a monthly basis. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and pledge 20, 30, 40, 50, if possible, 100 a month or more if it's affordable. Click the Donate button and become a regular monthly donor. Assure both us and yourself that Republic Broadcasting Truth will continue to flow like that morning coffee. The network thanks you. Hi, this is Matt Ray for MySleepAllNight.com, and most of us don't even realize that almost all of the healing, learning, and rejuvenating that happens in our body happens only when we are deeply asleep. Now, if you have trouble falling asleep and staying asleep, it's likely you never consistently achieve that crucial level of deep sleep. This is Dr. Daniels, and welcome to Healing with Dr. Daniels. And we are answering questions. Let's see here. I think we answered Ron's question. All right. We've got Doug in North Dakota. Hi, Doug. Dr. Daniels. Hi, Dr. Daniels. My name is Dave. I'm actually a friend Doug. So he's sitting right next to me. So I want to just kind of give you what he's been through the past few years. Yeah. Am I talking to Doug? No, this is Dave. Dave, Doug's son? Yeah, friend. Friend, okay, gotcha. I'm with you. All right. Um, back in 2013, he, he suffered a heart attack, um, uh-huh. and uh, he had a near-death experience for about 23 minutes. Uh-huh. Uh, it just, and and um, so they put him on prednisone, and oh a few years later, he, he took a... Uh, he took a, a a visit to the emergency room. His blood sugar was over was over seven hundred. Uh, question: and, uh, Did he take the prednisone for the full two years from his heart attack until the ER visit? No, after, afterwards. Afterwards, they put on prednisone because he had uh, he had swelling of his uh, of his hands and his, some of his joints. I'm trying to understand how long you took the prednisone. Um, that wasn't that wasn't very long. That was probably a few years after his heart attack. So he took it for a day, a week, a month, a year? Uh, probably a few years. So took it for a few years. Okay, okay. got it. I'm with yep. you. Yep. So then he, he got off that, uh, thank goodness, and he started losing weight. And he's, he's at the point right now where he's, 
he's he's watching what he eats and, and his, his, his weight has come down. But he's, he's they've got him on so many medications that he, he kind of like to wean himself off those things. Mm-hmm. So I mean, like he's he's Sounds on, like he um, needs to just go to my website um, vitalitycapsules.com dot com and schedule an appointment, and then we go over his me- okay. go over his medicines and what dietary changes need to do to get off certain medicines and what supplements might help him get off other medicines. If you have a list that long, you know, several medicines, let's say five or more, a lot of times several of them can be, you know, stopped pretty quickly, and then the other ones might take a little more time. But I think that's the better way to go. And, yeah, you know, I think you're right. He's got uh, he's got a few things. Where he's got three stints as well. So, I mean, he's, some of that is for that, too, for like an anti-rejection type thing. Right. So you could also, you know, do the appointment with him to help him communicate if he needs that help. As okay. Well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, he's, uh, he looks at me cross-eyed when I tell him I'm taking turpentine, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we don't you have to jump into turpentine right off the bat. Probably a lot of well, medicines uh, <laughs> stop without having to do that. <laughs> well, I'm a believer, and uh, and uh, I think he's coming along, so. Okay. All right, awesome. All right, Thanks Dr. Thanks so for calling in, Doug, and, uh, it's good to hear from North Dakota. You bet. Bye-bye. So for the audience, I lived in North Dakota for over a year. Amazing. I lived in uh, Devil's Lake. Okay, we have Dan in Texas. Dan, how you doing? We're one front. Can you hear me? Now I can, yes. Yes, I, I'm doing fine, Doc, uh, except I got one funny little issue going. Uh-huh. Uh... I am in my eighth day today of some pretty chronic diarrhea. Mm. Uh, I'm having, other than the diarrhea, I feel fine. No other symptoms. So when you say diarrhea, how many times a day? Every day I've been counting them. It's been no less than five and most days six. Okay, and you feel fine? Uh, other than yes, I, 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 okay. no other. So here's symptoms. something for the audience: if you're having six stools a day and you feel fine, go with it. You're good to go. Don't worry about it. Your body has decided it's going to clean something out. Just let it clean out, and you're you're, you're just fine. So I, I've worked with people who've had as many as like 25 stools a day. That's debilitating. And usually my therapeutic goal for them is to get them down to six stools a day. At that point, they are comfortable. It doesn't interfere with their activities. But even more importantly, their body is continually cleansing, so you're not going to need to get involved with extensive stuff or inconvenient stuff like, say, liver flushes or fasting or whatever. So what I would say is at the moment, leave things the way they are. Now, if your bowel movements go to 10 or 20 a day, well, we've got something to talk about. Maybe you might want to take some activated charcoal if they're that high. But at six a day, I would uh, not do anything, and I would say, look, your body's trying to clean or fix or heal something. Let it do that. And is it okay to keep eating like I normally do? Well, again, if you're feeling fine, then that's fine. Yeah, I would, I would, I would, I would just, and actually it's going to pass. Your body's going to clean out what it wants to clean out, and it's going to settle back down to three or four. All right, because it's, you know, of course, when I, I, I don't know, I've been thinking that uh, when I eat it happen, well, I don't think there's really any any connection between eating and this issue. Exactly. It's just that when I eat it, does a little a more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, no worries. Uh, all right. Okay. All right, you're welcome. Bye, Dan. Hey, we're off the commercial here. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org.
It's happening, ladies and gentlemen. We here at RBN are working with Front Sight Firearms Training Institute to bring our audience the best in combat, tactical, and defensive firearms training. Whether you're a private citizen who is new to firearms or you have a concealed weapon permit and want a level of training that surpasses what you've received from your local gun range, Front Sight provides priceless education and skills taught by seasoned law enforcement, military, and private citizen instructors to levels that far exceed law enforcement and military standard. With nearly a million responsible citizens trained from every town, city, and state from across the United States, Front Sight has bolstered the Patriot movement to a whole new level. Contact Dan Sutterfield by phone at 573-762-2356 or 573-465-2356 or shoot him an email at domedan, D-O-M-E-D-A-N, at hotmail.com. This is a limited time opportunity. Don't miss it. Many people tell us about their experience with Extendivite. Just listen to what Glenn has to say. Prior to taking it, I had diabetic neuropathy. The Extendivite reduced that significantly. Acid reflux was reduced. I had athlete's foot, very severe. Trimmed that down to about 75% dandruff. Almost completely gone. I had a simple occipital neuralgia at the base of my skull. I was having migraines reduced by about 90%. Heart palpitations, my heart would kind of stall out. I would skip a beat. Very uncomfortable. And when walking from downstairs going to sleep, by the time I got to the bedroom, which is just one flight of stairs, my heart was pounding coming out of my chest. My vision was blurry. This completely solved that problem. Great product. Thanks. Tell us your story. Get Extendivite today. Call 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Extendivite. Homeowners, are you in foreclosure, expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit, or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? A huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not, or know if you are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Call toll-free 1-855-2-KEEP-IT. That's 1-855-2-KEEP-IT today. Give such delight. We all live before. Hi, Dr. Daniels, and welcome back to Dealing with Dr. Daniels. And let's see, we have questions. I believe we have Anthony in California. Hi, Anthony, how are you? Oh, great. How, how about yourself, Doc? Hey, look at here. I had a question. My wife has been having episodes with uh, every. Oh, Anthony, I'm sorry. I couldn't, I couldn't hear you, Anthony. You, were, you could hear me, but I couldn't hear you. So could you start over, please? I was calling regarding my wife with her problem with trigeminal neurology. Uh-huh. She has right. flare-ups every so often when it gets cold. And I was is just wondering taking, what your uh, take is. Or no drugs? Yeah, she takes, uh, I don't know the name of it. She does take something, whatever she uh, feels it coming on. I, I don't know the name of it. But I was just wondering what your take is on something natural and how to heal this naturally. So trigeminal neuralgia, the name practically gives away the cure. So in other words, there's a problem there with her nerves uh, as they go into the brain. So trigeminal nerve is the... Uh, the facial nerve that goes directly to the brain, a brain stem. So the the cure, yeah. if there's a cure, would be to eat eat brain, uh, pig brain or cow brain, and um, you buy that by the pound. And usually a dose for a day would be one or two ounces. And you can you know boil it, scramble it, mix it with vegetables, but that would be. The uh-huh. Oh, okay, pig brain or cow brain. Now, what about your uh, turpentine therapy? 
Um, that is generally not a factor for this particular affliction. Okay, okay. So the problem is, okay. yes, her trigeminal nerve is damaged, but the problem is her repair mechanism is weak. It's weak because she hasn't got the building block. So I would say, you know, directly fix the problem. Uh, I'm a fan of that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going to see if I can uh, twist her arm to set up, uh, have a uh, one of your recovery sessions. That way you can talk to her directly. Okay. If I tell her pig ran Calvary, she goes, <laughs> she's going to trip out. <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't have you that kind of Yes, I understand. <laughs> uh, well, you know, right. anytime I, yeah, yeah, anytime I come with my natural remedy, they think I'm crazy. Exactly. So, yeah, I'll, so conditioned. All right. Well, thank you so much for yeah. calling in. Hey, well, thanks thank for the information, Doc. You have a good one. Bye. You're welcome. Bye bye. All right, we have Emmy in Virginia. Hi, Emmy. Hello, Doctor. <laughs> Hello, doctor. Yes. Hello. Oh, okay. Uh My hello. My uh, seventy-seven-year-old sister checked herself into the hospital because she had a uh, fast heartbeat. They did some some tests and they found nothing. Now they are suggesting she do a angiogram. Now, oh. is an angiogram invasive? And exactly. uh, yeah, it is? it's invasive. Yes. So uh, the be- so it's to ch- angiograms are to screen for blockages, but wouldn't a vegan no, no, diet? No, no. You're, on- you're, you're, you're off. You're off track already. The angiogram is to convince her to submit to surgery. Okay, so let's be clear. <laughs> First of all, they've done a bunch of tests and they have found nothing. All right, so they right. have, uh, uh, let's just say, made a wrong guess with each one of their tests. They've done the wrong test. So what they're really measuring here is her faith. They're not measuring anything else. They're just measuring her faith. And so they're doing the angiogram as another measure of her faith. So you need to pull out the Bible and ask her how strong is her faith. And does she want to believe in the Bible? or the Koran, or the Torah, whatever, or is she going to believe in this doctor who's already been wrong five times, or however many tests he's done. So you have got to stop talking sense to her because this situation has stopped making sense a long time ago. So you need to, the issue here is not her heartbeat. That's not the issue. The issue is, is going to the doctor going to produce results that are of benefit to her? They have failed to produce any results so far, and they are not going to produce results. So that is really the line of discussion uh, to uh, go on with her. You, you can't go where down is the qu- Where's the quickest uh, replay of your podcast? Because on Vitality Capsules, they don't. It's slow. The right. latest one don't Facebook. show up. Facebook. On Facebook. Yeah, on Facebook, and you can find them by date. Oh, okay. And what's your Facebook page? That's a good question. Uh, it's Jennifer <laughs> dot Daniels dot one eight six five nine zero four one. I'll repeat that. Jennifer dot Daniels dot one eight six five nine zero four one. Okay. Well, thank yeah. you so much. Okay, you're welcome. Good luck with your sister. Thank you. Bye. Bye. So I have to tell everyone, the most important thing you can be to any of your relatives is a kind and loving person. That is seriously in short supply. So you want to be very kind to people. You want to be very loving, supportive. Let them know that whatever they decide, your love and your friendship and your kindness will never be in question. And that in and of itself actually has a fair amount of healing value. So I always say at least, you know, set that as your goal of what to do for them and how to relate to them. Because you don't want to stress their immune system more by um, giving them negative vibes of your disapproval. You want them to know, hey, you, me, we're, we're, we're together. We're on the same side here. And so the same side is that you're on the side of their happiness, whatever makes them 
happy. And that is so, so, so important. And that really is going to mean the most to them because that's something that really only you can give them because you already have a relationship with them. It's an established relationship. And, you know, just for them to know that there's one more person in the world that loves them, it, it just means so much. So don't take that away. All right. Uh, oh, let's tell people. Uh, you guys on Facebook? Uh, I think I got this right. You need to please like, share, subscribe, and leave a comment. They have a social thing in Facebook where you can rate uh, this, rate, rate the site. So if you like the show, hey, give it a five star and tell Facebook how much you like it. Okay, so we have Michael in Florida. Hi, Mike. Hello. Hi, is this Mike? Yes. How you doing, Doctor Daniel? Scott, got a question for you. Uh-huh. How does a person recover from an aneurysm in the brain and they're uh, non-responsive? And also, how does the liver, uh, rather than the pancreas, is the main problem of diabetes? So the first um, question is, how do you recover from an aneurysm? Yes. You're telling me the aneurysm broke. Not sure if it's broke, but they, he is non-responsive. How can you not be sure it broke? Why are you not sure it broke? Uh, he's in a hospital, and they're not telling us much of anything. Okay, all right, got it. So uh, it's easy to know if the aneurysm broke. You just do a CT scan, the blood's everywhere. It's just like a mess. So you need to just ask the medical term, is, um, is, is the aneurysm ruptured? So ask that question. If the aneurysm okay. is ruptured, you're pretty much... Um, Honestly, I would just plan the funeral. If the aneurysm is ruptured and it's unresponsive, go ahead and plan the funeral. Because what they're doing is they are uh, administering care to a deceased individual and just bilking the bank or you or his inheritance or whatever. But they're torturing him. So if the aneurysm is broken and he's unresponsive, then, you know, really uh, cease and desist all medical intervention. It's not productive. So when I was a resident, there was this guy, he was, you know, he was on his yacht and it's a sunny day, and he drank a beer, and boom, uh, he had a hemorrhagic stroke. In other words, aneurysm broke, and spilled blood everywhere. So, of course, wealthy guy, right? They rush his body to the hospital. They hook him up to everything under the sun, and for eight days, he was in intensive care unit. And finally, his own body had to say, you know what, we're done here. And they just built you know, his estate for all that money. So when an aneurysm wow. erupts and the person becomes unresponsive as a result of it, then pretty much, you know, life is over. This person is not going to get up and walk or, you know, there's, not, there's no restoration here. We're just okay. talking about um, maintenance of a vegetable garden or something like that. So you need to get the family together, ask them, you know, um, participate, participate in this difficult decision and what this person, comatose, would want done. And that's really okay. the discussion to have. The doctors are not talking to you because they're talking to your insurance company, trying to sort out what the insurance company will pay for, and they're in the process of doing all that, whatever that is. But that has nothing to do with the condition of your loved one. Okay. Right. Your next question is about diabetes. How is it the liver is a problem and not the pancreas? Really? Yes. So in type 2 diabetes, there is no question the liver is the, liver is the problem, not the pancreas. So what's the pancreas? The pancreas is like a nagging wife Telling her husband to get up off his butt and go mow the lawn. Okay? So the pancreas, the nagging wife, is not going to mow the lawn. Doesn't even have the power to mow the lawn. So the problem is the liver. Only the liver has the power to lower and raise the blood sugar. So it is that wow. liver that's not doing its job. All the pancreas is doing is yelling and shouting at the liver and throwing influence liver. You lazy bum, get to work, filter this sugar out of the blood. <laughs> And the liver's like, whoa, whoa, chill, chill. You know, I'm working on the uh, toxins and poisons over here. They're more important. No, no, no. Come on, lady, relax, relax. I get to it, I get to it. And so this is a conversation your body is really having. The pancreas, if it could lower the blood sugar, it would, but it can't. All it can do is send insulin to the liver and say, you lazy bloke, get up off your duff and do it. But the pancreas does not have the ability to lower the blood sugar. 
Thank you, Dr. Daniels. Where can I sign up for your class at? You can go to Facebook or you can go to uh, my chat room. What's my chat room? My chat room is healingwithdrdaniels.chitangle.com, and that link is right there in the chat room, and you click that button, boom, and you've got it. Thank you. Signing up as we speak. Thank you. Have a great day. Okay. Thank you very much. Okay. Let me put that link there again. Nope. The button is not working, okay? Life is not perfect, no problem. All right. We have tons of questions and we don't have much time, so we're going to click a few more buttons and get to our next question. Uh, okay. Thank you for showing us how you take your turpentine sugar and shilajit. I thought it would be better to take shilajit at a different day. <laughs> no. Further, I thought... If I took it on the same day, it should be se separated by four hours or more. No. So uh, this natural healing, you know, really, it's, it's not here to burden you. It's, it makes things easier. All right. Uh, all right. So Verdita says, my son went to the emergency room with severe stomach pain. We knew he was backed up. That means constipated. And he had drank Epsom salt and water. Hmm. Okay, so at this point, if you have a son, we'll say a person under 20, and you know they're backed up, uh, be kind. Give them some prunes. Anyway. Uh, so he did a water fast? And one warm water enema flush with minimal results. Okay, so water fast itself is actually pretty constipating. So probably if someone has severe stomach pain, you know they're constipated. You want to give them definitely a lot of fluids. I would say even soups, uh, watery thin soups. But it can take three or four days for the person to pass this big, dry blockage of crap that's in their intestines. Okay. He was in the emergency room for 12 hours. They sent him home with a diagnosis of a hernia, fatty tissue in his large intestine. By the way, that makes no sense at all. That's a totally fabricated diagnosis. But it was not an emergency, so they would have to schedule a surgery. Okay. So fatty tissue in your large intestine is normal. It's surrounded by fatty tissue. Okay. They called him back in less than an hour to urge him to get back to the hospital quickly, and they kept him under observation for another seven hours because of water around his appendix. To finally come to the conclusion that his small intestine was blocked. Oh, so the first diagnosis, like, no good. Gotcha. Long history short, with all their trap and expensive equipment, we know more with just the knowledge I've learned from Dr. Daniels. All right, there you go, guys. Sign up for Home Healers class. And use the information so you don't have to run the emergency room or silly stuff like this. He says, thank you. Now to the question. He is still in pain from the hernia. No, he's not in pain from the hernia. He's in pain from being so friggin' backed up, so it's going to take a few days for him to feel better. Meanwhile, though, you could give him some fennel tea, which soothes him. What could have caused it, and what can he do to heal naturally? He got constipated from eating nuts. Yeah, I'm totally not a fan of nuts because <coughs> they're very drying. But I get it. A lot of folks think they're healthy. But if you're going to eat nuts, after each mouthful of nuts, drink about three or four ounces of water. It takes discipline because that crunchy dryness is so nice. But don't do it. Don't do it. Drink water along with it. Okay. He got constipated from eating nuts and not drinking enough water. He also needs something for the pain. Yeah. So take some fennel seed. That'll relax his gut. That'll help a lot with the pain. Make sure he keeps pooping. Now, you can put a heating pad on his belly. But you've got to make sure he keeps pooping. He should, as much pain as you say he had, as backed up as he is, he should literally fill the toilet. And when he does that, you'll know that it's all out. But I would definitely take it easy and give him, uh, you know, thin soups to eat. Or even better yet, you can give him, uh, you know, give him like bone broth. That would be nice. Okay, we have more questions here. I take a teaspoon of blackstrap molasses daily. I thought I read that I should also take cod liver oil. What are your thoughts? 
Okay. So my thoughts is that a teaspoon of black strap molasses is a spit in the ocean. That's not a useful dose. The useful dose for black strap molasses is two tablespoons a day. And if you don't like the flavor, you can dilute it in about a quart of water. So that's the black strap molasses story in terms of if you're going to take it, how to take it. I thought I read that I should take cod liver oil. You probably did read that. I did not write it. Okay, Doug. Swallowing up... Oh. <laughs> Doug has inside information on the uh, Department of Natural Resources in Devil's Lake, and they're swallowing up small towns with Devil's Lake and flooding. Okay, good. When? Oh, wait, we are going to commercial. And we will be back. No, please. I'm getting older and noticing that my body just doesn't work as well as it used to. So I like to try to keep fit as possible by hitting the gym a few times a week. And recently I started having a nagging bicep pain and I couldn't lift weights. When I was complaining about it to a friend of mine, he told me about Angioprim. He said chelation helps remove toxins heavy metals and cholesterol in the veins, and arteries that may cause blockages. After one week of taking Angioprim, the pain was gone, and I'm back in the gym full strength. Find out more. Go to Angioprim.com. A-N-G-I-O-P-R-I-M.com. Scientific research proves the active ingredient in Angioprim helps promote cardiovascular health. Talk to a trained consultant, or you can call Angioprim toll-free at 877-882-8221. That's 877 877- 882-7221. This statement has not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Corporate media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? Quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. Without the right accessories, any guy can be off the mark. Whether you've invested thousands in your arsenal or you own a single trusted firearm, a visit to AROutfitting.com is in order. It's one of the finest online selections of tactical optics and AR parts and add-ons, like EOTech, quick target acquisition with no peripheral loss. Browse the full range of Nikon scopes and binoculars. AROutfitting.com can illuminate your world with streamlight gun-mounted lights from keychain to large handhelds up to 1,100 lumens. Find some stability with Battenfield Tactical Bipods. AirOutfitting.com has CMMG gun parts, barrels, assemblies, handguards, part kits, and more. Plus magful clips and magazines. I know I've got you excited, so take a breath. Head to AirOutfitting.com. The site's super easy to navigate and features a ton of technical info, including links to manuals. We also welcome vendor and manufacturer inquiries. Remember, if you don't see it, we can get it at AirOutfitting.com. Uh, okay, so Gwen says, I'm still working on reversing my diabetes. Latest A1C was 6. Stop right there. If you even A1C is 6, you are not diabetic. You have achieved your goal. I'm sticking to a ketogenic diet, and intermittent fasting seems to be the only thing that keeps me on track. I also eat calf liver uh, turpentine three times a week and shilajit daily. Any other suggestions? No, absolutely none, Gwen, because you are no longer diabetic. So if, you're, if your hemoglobin A1C is 6 and you're still taking drugs of any kind, then you need to 
you, you were overdosing yourself. So you are already no longer diabetic. Marlene says, I purchased pure Himalayan shilajit from Amazon. That's good. Their flyer suggests the importance of cycling. Cycling is needed for balancing minerals in our body, with the exception of elderly people. Okay. So whenever you buy a supplement, that supplement has to make certain assumptions about the people who are using it. So the um, shilajit people are making the assumption that you are drinking tap water. You are not. You're drinking distilled water. But the still water is going to be dumping your minerals at a faster rate so that the need for cycling is not as urgent. Personally, I take shilajit about four days a week uh, just because I just don't get around to it any longer than that. As you can see on Facebook, we've got to take the shilajit, put it in the water, wait for it to dissolve, get back to it, stir it, and drink it. There are days when I dissolve it and I don't get back to it, I have to drink it the next day. So... If you make it your goal to take shilajit every single day, you will probably end up taking it three days a week, which more than satisfies any cycling suggestion they have. So they are making the suggestion of cycling for people who are already drinking a water that's filled with other stuff, other minerals. Okay, so if you're doing uh, daily workouts, which is you're perspiring and losing minerals, or recovering from accidents, then they say you don't need a break. So again, taking, taking distilled water means you're going through your minerals a little faster, so you would not be in that group of folks who need to take a break. Do I recommend cycling? No. I think just setting a goal of every day is close enough. You're going to end up cycling anyway, just for the days you miss, because taking shilajit is so inconvenient. All right. Are vitamin C capsules as effective as a powder form? I personally don't like vitamin C capsules because they have excipients and binders and other stuff in them. Also, I don't like them because they have so little vitamin C in them. If you're lucky, you might get a gram of vitamin C, in which case five capsules equals a teaspoon of the powder. So that's why I take the powder. Can we take vitamin C instead of methylchlorpropamide? It depends on why you're taking methylchlorpropamide. Would, you, would my digestion have anything to do with lower back pain I've been experiencing? Probably so. The lower back pain is also a symptom of a, of a clogged or sluggish or slow transverse colon. Okay, so that is it for today. We are done. Almost out of time. But I have to tell you about Vitality Capsules. I'm so happy. Thank you so much for everyone who has stuck with me and waited for their order. The Vitality Capsules will be shipping Monday or Tuesday. Yay! And as a special thank you for those of you who waited, of course, you have the two-for-one bottles. But you're also a special thank you for our advanced capsules. And our two reports, one is this tooth pain, and the other one is healing with organs or healing with forbidden foods. In other words, it tells you which organs heal which affliction. Okay, I think that is it. And my uh, producer is going to start that music any minute. So. And then once again, you said you would come and yep. dance with me. Dance with me across the sea. Tired of being lied to by mass media? It's growing more and more apparent today that news is received less and less through standard media outlets. Even with a growing audience every day, RBN is beginning to direct more efforts into social media. Social media and the use of the Internet is fast becoming the primary source of people for news, regardless of demographic. RBN has set out to provide some of the best news on the Internet through republicbroadcasting.org and also has begun to use the tools to our advantage by way of social media. Republic Broadcasting is now operating a Facebook page to function as yet another avenue to have our collective voice reach new audiences across not only America, but across the globe as well. The Facebook page features not only news, but also an RBN player to listen to our broadcast. Get involved by visiting Facebook.com slash Republic Broadcasting and liking our page and share it with your friends and family because you can handle the truth. 
You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle the truth.